Okay. Papa. Game on. Game on. I like it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the bruised with kids. This is gonna be crazy. <laughs> this will be crazy. Let's get crazy bruised. <laughs> okay. Stole your life. <laughs> I like it. I like it much. All right. We are here with our four children, Lindsay and myself, and we will be having a session to talk about family matters. We're going to have our children introduce themselves first, from oldest to youngest. Uh, I'm Keller. I'm age 15, and uh, I'm a drummer in a garage rock band and I'm mountain bike. Hi, I'm McKay. I'm 13. I take dance lessons, and I like to do gel art. Hi, I'm Caden. I like to play tennis, and I have a guinea pig named Rosie. Also, I'm 10 years old. 11. 11. <laughs> I'm Talmadge. I'm 8 years old. I play electric guitar in a band, and I have the greatest moment of all mankind. <laughs> that is true. Of all, all mankind, ever. You need to put, like, his mullet as the... We could do, we could do frame that. of this episode. Little, you're all trash mullet. <laughs> Keller's got a mullet too. We got two mullets. I got the better mullet. <laughs> it's debatable. <laughs> all right. So we're going to talk about our experience as a family going through the years 2018, 2019, and what the experience was like for the kids. We felt like that would be an important thing to share and that they were a huge part of our experience. We'll start off by just extending them a couple of questions. First question we want to ask them is, what do you remember about me, your dad, before the crash? Um, you were definitely, I think the crash helped you kind of go through a cycle a little bit. Like before you were definitely a little more distant and like almost had a brooding tone to you before. And especially, <laughs> well, like I said, I think it helped you kind of cycle through like after you were able to come out, definitely more like talkative and, you know, joke around, but yeah, definitely a little darker before the crash. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Like, I remember my dad didn't really, I mean, he talked to certain people, but he wouldn't talk to a <laughs> bunch of people. Like, he wasn't super social until, like... Hey, guys, you want to hang out? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he just... My mom would do all that, and my dad would have to tag along no matter what. Do you remember anything, Caden? Uh, before the crash. Before mm -hmm. uh, he, before the crash, would play Guitar Hero a video game with me. <laughs> During the crash, he did not play Guitar Hero. He was locked up in his bedroom. So oh, we'll, we will talk about during too. So keep that. Okay, Mudge. Uh, Talmadge is also called Mudge. I don't really remember anything. You don't remember Dad. You were four years old you, when yeah, you were young. three, four years old when it was going on. Five. Yeah, but I remember when we played Guitar Hero with you. <laughs> wow. Pre crash, you were really, really <laughs> instrumental. Now, now that one Christmas, you brought down one of the car guitars and Katie started taking a bunch of pictures of you. Yeah, that was cool. One of the great things I'm mostly proud of. <laughs> like one of the only pictures you've ever taken. Yeah. I have a picture on my back. Hey, I have a question. Would dad take pictures before the crash? No. no. Will dad take pictures during the crash? No. Does dad take pictures after the crash? No. no. <laughs> so 
that was inconsistent. Meaning be in pictures. Be right? in pictures. He yeah. would all take t- the pictures. All, totally. Sorry. Be yeah. in pictures. No, he'd like volunteer for that. I'll take the pictures. No, I want you. No, I'm going to take the pictures. Yeah. No. <laughs> that was the, that was consistent all the way through. No, I'm camera master. <laughs> All right. So we talked about this a little bit before. What do you remember about me specifically during the crash? Um, I mean, obviously, I mean, it was the crash. You definitely a little more. How do I put this in words? I've already used the word brooding. Definitely more tucked away and even more distant than you were before the crash. And I mean, obviously depressed, but. Even from you? Even from me? I'd... Well, during the crash, definitely. I also... I don't remember... I remember quite a bit before the crash, but... I mean, you were obviously... You were tucked away in your room a lot. I think you just didn't want interaction whatsoever. It wasn't specifically to us. It was... I don't know. Just an almost separation. That's a good word. Equal opportunity offender. (laughs) Yeah. Um, During the crash. Definitely, like, remember, he was super sensitive to, like, sound. I remember we'd just be, like, eating dinner and we're just normally talking and he'd come around, like, the hallway that comes into the kitchen with his ears plugged, with his hoodie pulled over his head. He's definitely kind of, like... A turtle who wouldn't come out of his shell. <laughs> but his hoodie was the turtle shell. He yeah. would pull the strings tight and, and <laughs> walk around with his headphones on or... So just, noise and light. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't remember the blinds ever being opened in your room. That's right. I mean, I was very noise sensitive. Yeah, you were. Before the crash, I would listen to the music. I'm driving the car. Yeah. And now I listen to radio or listen to music on the radio. During the crash, I would rarely have the radio on when I was driving. Yeah, you'd have like... Very soft. Yeah, you had like something called Liquid Mind or something. Yes. Was that during the crash? That's what they had me listen to while I was on ketamine treatment. That's trippy stuff. Yeah. That's good. So what else my dad was crashed? What else? Do you remember Caden? Uh, he wouldn't come out of his bedroom a lot. He didn't go to work, like, at all. <laughs> well, for, like, the first well, month he didn't. Well, yeah. Yeah. She's right. yeah. For that first month, especially when I was going through ECT, mm-hmm. I was going to the hospital three times a week. Yeah. I was definitely not going to work as much. Yeah. yeah. But mm-hmm. I also remember that we first we'd go into his room and be like, Dad, can I ask a question before we actually got on to the question? Yeah, we have to get it's approval. So <laughs> like, we'd have to get approval. Question. Yeah, yeah. So like, yeah. Approval hey. to enter. We'd have yeah. to, like, whisper, hey, hey Dad, yeah. are, are you awake or... Can, can I come in or are you okay? Do you, do you need anything or dad, I need some help. Were you scared to go in? Sometimes. Oh yeah. If he um, had that creepy gel in his hair. Yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> Not scared in the fact that, Oh, what's dad going to react? Like, who's going to get mad at me? Just scared of the fact of almost like, like literally like seeing your dad in bed or in front of the heater tucked in such like a drowned state, such a deep state. It wasn't scary, really, to 
enter and seem like that, but it was more just like, holy crap, like, this is my dad. What the heck? Yeah. In the state. Mm -hmm. So as depressed as I was before the crash... There was a significant difference. Yeah. Yes. Like, I didn't really, like, when you're, when I was little, like, before the crash, dad, I couldn't really tell that. I could tell that my dad was definitely, like, different, but not, like, no, but you know what, you know what I mean? Yes, no, <laughs> But, like, you can, like, in one of the previous podcasts, you said that people could tell that something was off about dad. Yeah. Like, I don't know, it's. Since you're little, you, it's just your dad. Like, that's that's who he is. When you think of your dad, that's just who he is. But then, like, once you get that crash, you're like, oh, that was there the whole time. It just got deeper. So, it, was it pretty drastic then between pre the and first, during? I'd say, it was, I'd say it was a general slope. When I was younger, I definitely noticed he's more brighter. And I do have a couple specific memories, like, towards being the age of probably 11 and 12, maybe 10, like seeing him decline a little bit, but definitely I can see a difference there. And then once he hit the crash, just all time low. Yeah. Tell us, what do you remember during the crash? Uh, I remember when he had the, the ETC thing. Was it ET? ECT. ECT thing when he came out in the wheelchair and I was scared and worried that it'd be like that forever. And what would you and I do after his ECT? After his ECT, he'd lay down and he would lay down in bed, and I get in bed with him, and I keep checking, I keep checking his temperature, <laughs> <laughs> making sure he was still aware and alive. Yeah, I keep. Yeah, a little of our kids tell me. Talmadge is our most loving child, just by nature. <laughs> and so he was. That was his jam. Yeah, he likes to tech check on dad and get in bed with you. Yeah, he went to there the most, probably. And he went to ECT the most with us. Definitely. Because he wasn't going to school like the rest of us, so he'd go with my mom. No, I was going to preschool, though. It was just... (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so anything else you guys remember during the crash that's significant? Uh, Are we going to talk about, like, our experiences with going to the ECT? Is that what you mean, like, during the crash? Sure. Um... So, I had each of the kids. Caden says that she didn't go. I saw that I'd taken her. Um, I thought it was important, and we, we addressed this in a previous podcast, to take each of the kids to ECT at least once so they could see kind of what that was, what their dad was going through. But more so than that, just see other people around that were sick and also what their dad was willing to do to get better. So, Keller, what do you, about ECT, what do you remember? I went, I don't think I went very many times. I went probably once, but I definitely remember we didn't get to see him go in. It was definitely just like a normal doctor's waiting room. I don't get there for good, like, probably 30, 45 minutes just before school. But um, I do remember him coming out, like, in the wheelchair, like, fully just, I don't know if I fully comprehended what was actually happening back then, but... Like, he'd come out totally woozy, like, not into it, very tired. would kind of, it was either, like, wide-eyed and had a worried face or just very droopy and out of it. How about you, Mac? I remember being in the waiting room. So, (laughs) 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 So, I was in, like, fourth grade around your ECT. And so, I remember sitting in the waiting room. 
and there was this one patient. He was like a teenager or something. He looked younger, and he had his parents there, and he just... I don't know. It kind of spooked me a little bit because, you know, it's not like a pretty place. Like, it's not like a pediatrician office with a fish tank. It's like... (laughs) like, Good observation. No, it's like a desk and it's very quiet. Like, there's very little noise and there's like a bunch of different patients in there who have like different like mental illnesses, like, I don't know, anxiety where they're rocking back and forth in the corner. It's a little (laughs) cute Yeah. 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 I remember my dad coming out in the wheelchair. The time I went, he was super droopy. Like his bottom lip was very limp, you could say. And his head was down and he had like this weird gel in his hair. It like, it looked like dandruff almost. And so it was like, that was kind of spooky because I remember he would say that I'm getting um, electricity through my head, which is how he explained it to all the kids. Yeah. Tell much. What do you remember? Um, I remember it was like the third or fourth time. With, uh, it was the first time he came out in a wheelchair. I thought he was dead. Uh, what? <laughs> yeah. My dad's dead. Uh, <laughs> that was the most droopy time he came. That, that was the time he was most droopy when he came out. I was like, Mommy, is Daddy dead? Yeah. I was scared. Did, were you there... So maybe the day McKay went, she said there wasn't a lot of patients, but most of the time we went, were there patients with us in the waiting room? Were they struggling? Yeah. Yeah. We saw a lot of things, huh? Mm-hmm. And Kaden, you don't remember going to ECT? Mm-mm. Do you remember us talking to you about it? No. Just block that out of memory. One thing I remember with Kaden, Kaden and I get along with, we understand each other pretty well. <laughs> There was a point where we had understood that the ECT was not working. Keller actually will mention here in a moment when he remembers it actually working. But there was a moment where we told our kids, hey, this is actually going to go on for a lot longer than we thought that it was going to be. And Caden, being very self-aware of herself. Having emotional issues and tendencies like her dad. Yep was smart enough to then ask, am I depressed? And that was a hard thing as parents to actually watch. Uh She's very aware, though. It was actually a good thing for me. Long term, it actually placed some positive pressure on me to be able to create a better outcome in the end. Because now it was not just for myself, but I knew that whatever impact this event had on me, would also have the same impact, positive or negative, on my kid. And we were honest with her. We told her that she definitely had some emotional tendencies like her dad. We were here to help, but we were definitely honest with her. And you were nine at the time? For a nine-year-old to be aware of that and almost extrapolating that from watching you Mm -hmm. to then thinking this could happen to me. That was not anything we had discussed or yeah. thought that she had picked up I on. I remember being in our bedroom and Keaton was on the bed and um, my dad was talking to her and we all walked in. And I remember we had a conversation at like, this might be forever or we have to like, like prepare like you guys, this could be a while, this could be forever. Remember that? We were all... Uh-huh. And Kaden yeah, was very upset. That's when they said that it wasn't working and Kaden ran upstairs crying. 
I mean, it was super emotional for all of us because it's like, whoa, it's, that's my dad. This is our lifestyle. And there was obviously certain lifestyle changes come about with being that down in the dumps. Like Lindsay and I talked about last time, things like vacation, in my own mind, I knew that I could not process. Uh-huh. So if the family was going to take a vacation, it was going to be in a completely different manner. Yeah, either without you or something totally different than we'd been used to. We used to have family visitors all the time. People come stay with us all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that kind of got cut off. We used to be very social, going out with friends a lot. Thanksgiving. Yeah. have a big family Thanksgiving. We had to cut that off. Lindsay and I would discuss this a bit as we were going through all of this. There was actually some benefit to the simplicity that it brought. Because our lives were hectic. So crazy. Being social, having people in the house every other weekend, running kids from one thing to another. There was some peace in the simplicity that we were actually able to introduce into our life. We had to keep it simple. We didn't have a choice. If it got too complicated... You were already crashed, and there's no way I could do it by myself. And we got to a point where we actually realized the benefits of that, so that once the crash was over with, feeling pressure to actually go back to normal, we resisted. We tried to keep things more simple. Not as simple as we were during the crash, but definitely keep things more simple. All right, so Keller, while we're still on ECT, so he noticed some positive effects. We talked about when we knew it was wearing off and not going to work anymore. But Keller, you talked earlier about, do you remember the day where we thought ECT was working? So it's part of that, like, we feel great hope, we're getting all excited, and then it's the roller coaster. I don't know if you call it the roller coaster of hope or the up and down. So what was the no, day? But, yeah, that was the, the drop of day. <laughs> So this is when we thought we were going up the hill yeah. improving. Hot dog. Yep. Um, I, it was, there was a specific day I was just out watching a movie and I, my dad, and there was something wrong with like the back door handle or whatever. So my dad came out trying to fix it. And definitely that day, like even to take that moment or to uh, even push himself to do that, like simple task and definitely like in my head, I was like, Hmm, that's not normal. He's usually not like this. And he kind of moved on to something else and was doing a little more work that day. And I definitely noticed like, yeah, change that day. Just that day. Yeah. That's funny because I remember that. I know. I actually remember I had had treatment that day. You had it that day and you weren't out of, as out of it. I wasn't as out of it. I remember sitting on the couch in my spot. In my spot. <laughs> and at that point, that's forever dented. At that point in time, <laughs> the back door uh, handle was having a problem. But all of our doors, the door handles were old and I wanted to change them out anyway. And I remember actually going... To Lowe's that day and picking up like 20 different door handles and came home and installed them all that night. The interesting thing about that day too, that Keller noticed change. We came home from ECT and we took Talmadge over the tennis courts to play tennis. I remember thinking, oh, like, is this like the improvement? Are we coming out of this? But then immediately... Maybe just self-preservation be like, oh, I'll just take the hour. If it's just the hour that we get. Like, I remember having to, I was too scared to think, oh, this is, this may be on a continual uphill slope of improvement. Mac. 
I rem- I definitely remember that day because I think that was like one of the days that he actually ate dinner with us and like actually had a conversation again. I also yeah. I also remember he started working on the bathtub in my parents' bedroom. Yeah, that was a different time, but yes. Yeah, or we started chipping away the salts off the waterfall. Yeah, that's when Dad was like, "We gotta get this done," and me and Kevin were like, "Hmm, something, something's working," or he's in it. But then, did it stay working? (laughs) <laughs> no, nope. we, we had a solid day. <laughs> solid day, so 24 hours. Day. You remember that one day when Dad ate dinner with us? We had tours with Dad. It wasn't, it, it wasn't that Dad didn't want to or for lack of love. It literally just was his body couldn't handle it. And like his He couldn't mentally handle it. True. As a young kid, I even term it to my parents, I feel like an emotional amputee. Yeah. What were you like during the crash? What was yeah? What was mom like during the crash? Um, I mean, she had to pick up pace. So dad being at home, but not doing what he's normally doing. She definitely had to make sure kids were in the right spots. Everyone was doing their chores, checking on dad. Blah blah blah. Definitely more alert and more. Well, alert sometimes, but also, like, that's tiring, having that much work to do with that depressed of a husband. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What do you think, Mac? What was I like during the crash? Uh, I remember, like, walking into your bedroom, like, trying like trying to ask you something, and you'd be say, hold on, I'll, I'll come to you in a minute, I'm tracking dad. Or, um... <laughs> I'm tracking dad. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. She was definitely more alert, but it was like getting them done, which was actually really cool to watch. Just having not that backup person. It oftentimes made me think how awesome are single parents? Oh, I know. Because I know. that's, that's almost what you were at. Yeah. Though I was, I would help the driver around. Would drive in with math. With <laughs> math. So you're a single parent with a chauffeur. And a math tutor. And a math tutor. <laughs> yep. So. And a nanny. And yeah, shout tutor. out to single parents. Holy cow. That is hard. That's something that we really appreciated. And I, that you. I have empathy for now. <laughs> and the legit stress that comes along with it. I think in chatting with our kids, I know that I perceive certain personality traits that came out on you that I had not seen ever before in a good way. Yeah. And we'll get to the good and the bad here in a minute. But definitely the stress of the situation made a different part of Lindsay come out. Interesting. Which was cool. Sweet. All right, Munchie, what do you think? Oh, tell Kaden. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what was I like during the crash? Uh, you were just... Okay, so I was like seven. And I I remember thinking to myself, my mom's birthday test came like crazy. You're crazy. She a secret superhero? Uh-huh. Like, seven-year-old Kaden thinking, wow. Oh, that's <laughs> very nice. <laughs> I mean, I definitely think we were fortified during that time. I mean, like, we all prepared. Like, we knew what was happening. It was a team effort. Maji, anything you remember? Um, I remember when me and you were going to have a conversation with Dad in your guys' room. And you'd come out and get me every few times, like, every few hours, you'd give him a breathing treatment. 
creating treatment. I don't remember that. You don't? No. Are we doing drugs or something? Um, <laughs> or would I come? Would, you well, you were with us the most, right? Yeah. So when you and I were with Dad, what was I like? You were just like helping him more. And I remember you tucking me in. And before I went to bed, I was like, okay, I have to help mom tomorrow. I have to help her with dad getting better. I had a little buddy, a little partner in time. <laughs> He's with me all the time. The poor kid. He tried to track him down. He took the temperature. <laughs> yeah. I do remember there were certain times that you couldn't show your emotions when I was around. Oh, no. How much stress that it was placing no, on you. Because it would just make you worse. But there were certain locations that you would go to have your breakdowns. Breakdowns? Right? Whether it was in the garage. Yeah, or I'd wait till everyone was asleep and go in the bathroom alone at night. <laughs> and me walking into the bathroom area and hearing her. You heard me? Hearing her cry. You did? Yeah. I never knew that. Just knowing what she what she was taking on. Oh, and knowing that you were trying to make it easier for me. I didn't know you knew. Well, duh. I was so quiet. <laughs> I thought I was so stealth. It wasn't even that I didn't, like, I was embarrassed. I genuinely just thought, this cannot be helpful. Like, if the kids see me like that, or you saw me like that, I just didn't think it would be helpful. But it wasn't that I was, like, embarrassed to feel that way. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. It wasn't an embarrassment thing. No. It was purely a protective thing for me. Totally. Which I honestly appreciate yeah. the opportunity that I had to I felt like I witness was, yeah. it. I felt like I was a lawnmower parent. I had to just clear all the stuff out of the way. With no benefit that a lawnmower parent might get. Oh, your kid's doing great. Oh, your husband's a piece of trash. Oh, I never thought you were trash. <laughs> so, down to the last thing, we, the last few things here. If there was something coming out of the crash that changed, whether it was in me or our family in general that was bad, what would you say that is? Keller. Bad. Um... Mm, let me think on that for a second. You're not going to hurt my feelings. Yeah, no. Obviously, there's a lot of things that came out of the crash, whether I wanted them to or not. Because, I mean, coming out of the crash, because realistically, once you've been down that low, now you've seen it. You've seen, oh, that's low. Look where we are now. So, I mean... It's not a bad thing, but I mean, so you have perspective and pers well, perspective can be both a blessing and a curse. You can see what it can get down to, but you also see where you're at compared to that. So I guess that's kind of good, bad thing. That's a good assessment and the opposition in all things type of mentality. What do you think, Mac? Anything bad that came out of it? I don't know. Like Keller said, the perspective can be good and bad, I guess. Like maybe meaning that you know how bad it can be, so are yeah. you just waiting for that to happen again? Yeah, I'm just, it's like, it's like a thing where we didn't really think it would happen, and then, because he was like on meds and stuff, and then it just like crashed out of nowhere, especially like for us kids, because we didn't like, it wasn't we nowhere. didn't know like the whole story and stuff, but we knew like, 
dad has issues. We knew dad has issues. <laughs> but like, we didn't know like it could be to a certain extent like that. But then like, it's nerve wracking to think that it could happen again. So it kind of made you more of a nervous person? Anxious? Yeah. I think other people also think we're weird now. Yeah, now we're just weird. So I don't know if you call that good or bad, depending on. Yeah. Depending on. Why would you think? Why do you think people think we're weird? Because we talk about things they're too scared to talk about. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, is your dad depressed too? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how to help. Yeah. Which I think is actually. Ultimately, a good thing because they're very empathetic to True. people around them having a rough go. Let's let's play it out with all of your friends <laughs> that you perceived, whether they're depressed or anxious or or something yeah, else. You can perceive. <laughs> you can perceive that hey, there's something here that I need to be sensitive to to help this person out. Definitely. Kaden, anything bad that came out of it? Bad? Or that no. you miss? Or that yeah, something that you miss from before the crash? Yeah. Something that was never repaired. Never repair. We still haven't gone to that game of guitar here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now your brothers play the guitar yeah. with the drums, and so yeah, we do get to a bass guitar. You're the one telling me to stop. <laughs> so, is there anything you missed from pre crash that never came back? Mm-hmm. Is it kind of hard to remember? Yeah. It's, it's been a couple years. Now. Yeah. Munchies, anything new? You were so little. Anything bad that came out? Or anything you wish would have repaired itself after Dad started playing better that didn't? Something that repaired or never repaired? Either way. I mean, it's been a couple years since after the crash, so... I mean, whether we noticed or not, a lot of things have repaired themselves in their own way. I'm sure after the crash, there was sucky stuff that was still there. But I mean... It's hard to remember specifics. Okay. Yeah, like, he still have, like, teeny tiny breakdowns and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that may never repair, huh? What do you yeah. miss? Um, I thought I would miss more of the social. I do miss that sometimes. I we were a lot more social before. Um, I think we were a little more adventurous in travel, though that's coming back now. Yeah. Just barely starting to come back around. Texas! Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, I think I was <laughs> probably a lot more optimistic pre-crash. <laughs> I think I'm more of a realist now, which I don't think is a bad thing, but I definitely some days wish I was a little more optimistic. I think that's probably most things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about you? What do I miss? It is a trade-off. Who is it that uses the word trade-off a lot? Thomas Sowell. There's definitely a part of the socialness that I did really enjoy. Mm-hmm. Not that I was a super social person in the first place, but that... We were always planning everything, date nights and parties. Yeah, I miss being a bit more to take some initiative yeah. myself. Yeah. Whereas I'm, I'm not so much that way anymore. Yeah. I think, too... It, was uh, our relationship? Uh, yeah, on a church level, too, you served more, you were more involved... Socially and with callings and yes, and again trade off. And that as far as callings go in church, there was a, a much more positive outlook on on what to expect or anticipate from my interaction with with God and and my fellow church members. Whereas now I play a completely different role 
a role that is not less valuable. It's just as valuable. It is not appreciated as much as the regular service. And maybe that refers back to what Keller was saying. People think we're weird now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, well that, I mean, that definitely plays off it. Um, kind of another trade off there with having the crash happen. I mean, before you were also, you were always kind of, you thought definitely were able to think deeply into certain things or certain situations. Definitely after the crash, like we've talked about this, you being able to connect with God and having two years to pretty much you and your own brain, just literally wrestling you and able to realize a couple of things. And that's definitely rubbed off on me. And I think other people you've talked with, having seen that much darkness, you're able to perceive back to this perceiving thing, a lot of other things now, like especially talking with you and learning from you, I'm definitely able to assess situations differently. Or like you said before, be able to kind of notice some things socially or like with my friends, like, oh, that's a little, like, what is that? And be able to notice little actions or like behaviors they have, of like they should be aware of. Yeah. Maybe they need a little... This isn't this just, yeah. yeah, this oh. isn't just a weirdness thing. This is like somebody who just needs... Yeah, little... you're just extra aware of people. Well, so would you say, maybe we shift, that's a good place to shift. Would you say that's a good thing that came yes, out of the crash? Definitely. That you can perceive mm-hmm. people and how they're feeling a little yeah, easier? Yeah, the, the knowledge that came out of it, yeah. out of the crash. Do you think the struggle during the crash was worth it? I think that's a good question to ask Dad. Because me not being in Dad's position... I appreciate the knowledge. I also wasn't. You don't feel like you earned it firsthand. Oh yeah, no. yeah, but you definitely did. I mean, you were there for I mean, the like, crash. We got to watch it. We didn't. Present. Okay, so you'd be thinking about your answer, McKay. What, what do you think was good? Was there anything good that came out of the crash? Like for dad, or for like our family? You, oh. our family, whatever. Like having the the ability to like talk about such dark themes without being afraid of it, and like actually explaining it from a kid's point of view to somebody else my age. So like, I understand like what's going on and I can communicate better. And you can maybe be helpful in that situation. That's a good point. I think that was something we were able to introduce for our kids. Most people won't think of this as a good thing, but a level of awareness and realism of dark things that they should actually be aware of. Even at their young age, things like pornography. Our kids were very informed on those types of things. And weren't afraid to talk about them with other people. Yeah, and they're still not. How about you, Caden? What do you think? Anything good that came out of it? Oh, yeah. uh, Dad is definitely more talkative now. And, yeah, he's just, he's more social. Like, when we're trying to leave from someplace, he's the one getting in the conversation. We're dragging him along now. Do you think we're stronger or weaker? Why? Well, like Kelly said, you'll have to ask Dad that because I'm not the one who spent two years living in a dark room. But do you, so maybe this is a question for all four of you, do you feel stronger because we were able to survive that crash as a family? Yes. And that we actually knew about it and it wasn't kept hidden. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mochi, how about you? Anything good that came out of it? Most of it was bad, but some of it was good. Uh, I remember some things that were good. I just don't really remember them. Yeah. How about today? What's good today? In Zoom anymore. Like yeah, he, he participates was, like, with our family more. Yeah, like yeah. he sometimes like 
wouldn't come out for dinner, like he just wouldn't eat, he'd sleep, he just wouldn't eat. But so he's definitely more yeah. in your life? Yeah. Yeah? What's some fun things we've done as a family post-crash? Okay. Or things that you've noticed? Are we traveling again? Yeah. Yeah. We are house in Texas. We go there. We go to Six Flags a lot more. <laughs> Yeah, Dad can bear the roller coaster. <laughs> yeah, you can at least drive to yeah, the place. Physical roller coasters. Yeah, yeah, we're definitely traveling again. I think we learned to work hard. I think we learned to be close knit because we really like each other. We were locked down, like we said before, right. the world was. And that was strange, and that we came out of our own family's lockdown in, right. in January the world yeah. lockdown. 2020. Yeah. And three months later, everybody else was locked down. Yeah. And our family was like, sweet. I mean, it still wasn't fun. It wasn't fun. No, it wasn't fun, but we knew how to handle it emotionally. Well, and socially, we were just kind of used to being recluses. (laughs) (laughs) What else? Anything else that you think was good or that you learned from it? Dad was like Batman during this crash. He hid, he yeah. hid in a dark cave. <laughs> he cave. did like, he didn't like light, huh? Yeah, he hid in a it's dark like cave a big for two years. He did. Yeah, he's yeah, like he a did. mix of Tony Stark and Batman. I mean, I think the yeah. overall is you really, I mean, as sad as it is to admit, just weren't not a part of life, really. Yeah. And our life revolved around trying to not make the dark more dark. Yeah. Oh. One of the questions was asked, are we stronger? Oh, I definitely think we're stronger, for sure. Yeah. Again, trade-off. But that for those two years of not having that experience with my own family, I feel that the knowledge that I gained and could not have gained it any other way was far more valuable to my family quality-wise than any type of time that we may have lost interacting with one another. Yeah, I think the knowledge gained was worth it. Feels weird to say that sometimes. I feel weird. And unless I'm going through a deep discussion as to how that actually applies, it's hard to explain. But the way that I could see the impact of my family and then other families who are having similar issues, bringing a positive outlook onto people's pain all of a sudden became completely worth it. Yeah. Well, and I think us struggling at the end can help give someone else hope because we did it. We went through it. It was a long time and we came out of it. Not to say that it can't happen again. And another important thing is we're willing to share about it. We're willing to tell people about it. Which scares people. It does. That's okay. Because <laughs> you don't know until you know. They think we're weird. <laughs> yeah, but when it happens, okay. you know who to call. Yeah. Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. We were going to share some funny things about our family. Just like one of them was that. To describe our family, we were going to say a couple funny things. So our kids are crazy good. at. We love to watch movies and they quote movies. Like nobody's business. And they remember movie lines so fast. Half the time, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> I have a friend that I met in Texas who also likes to quote movies, but we didn't know. And he came up, he and, made a, he came up and made a quote to me. And I'm like, oh my gosh, my kids would love you. I know they love We they already speak. do. They speak Olo. movie. Yep. They speak movie. Olo. Olo. Yeah. Olo. Hello, sir. Oh. Hello. <laughs> See what I mean? Are we yeah. copyrighted? Do we need to Yeah, do we need thing? to... Yeah.
Who knows? Guess we'll find out. Nick, you know that movie. Hold on. Say anything. Mega Mind. Will Ferrell. <laughs> The other thing the kids mentioned, like, we'd like to do as a family, we'd love to swim in our pool. Go to the beach. Go to the beach. And the third thing is we love to visit where? Where do we love to go? Texas. Texas. That's like a home in Texas. We love to go as a family and work. Right? Yeah. Woo-hoo. And go see Timmy. No. <laughs> <laughs> got a shout out. Where to go, Tim? Go, Tim. All right. Rainbow. Rainbow. Do you guys think of anything else you want to share about your experience? Uh, or you share mostly? I'm set. So there was the climb up for the roller coaster, and you're like, oh, we're improving. Nope. So yeah. you go down the drop And you can't doom. get off, can you? Unless nope. he, until he's God. on that roller coaster for two years, a bunch of loops and loops, curves, sideways, train tracks, and then it stops, and he's like, I got through this HE double hockey stick. <laughs> HE double <laughs> hockey stick. Yep. Yeah. And yeah, like that's a while you're going on, you think we're gonna keep going up till we get to heaven until it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're, you're in the restraints until, until yeah. God presses the button. Well, fun is a roller coaster that just goes up, up though. Oh, oh deep thoughts by Keller. Phyllis, <laughs> deep thoughts by Keller. Wait, that's did I hear Phyllis? No, um, tips with Keller. All right, yeah. All right. so again. I want to thank my kids for coming and being on the podcast with us. And as much as we call it my own crash, it was actually our family's crash. And so that any time that there is benefit that comes from the knowledge of the crash, in part that is due to my kids and the sacrifices they made for our family to go through such an event. I was born in the darkness. <laughs> Sorry, <they're> right. <laughs> <laughs> <See>? Movies. <laughs> I have to cut this off. All right. No. No, 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 Don't forever. cut it off. Yeah. Don't cut it yeah. off. Thanks for getting crazy. See you next time. Peace out. Bye. See ya. Bye.